Welcome back, guys, to Bottomized Podcast. This is episode four of Social Media Questions Part Two. So, if this is your first time listening, or this is the first time you've ever heard of uh, any of these podcast episodes, so the other day I decided to uh, go ahead and let my social media followers ask me anything. We actually did pretty good in the first episode we did that. Um, I got about maybe about six or seven questions. So it was pretty fun. So I decided to do it again. And uh, we're back again. So the biggest question that I got was the Cowboys versus the Raiders. Sunday night football. Everyone's calling it the end of this card game. So... Just because the holidays, because Christmas is this Sunday, well, Christmas Eve, sorry about that. I'm going to hold that off and kind of just wait till the end to uh, just talk about that game. But there is one interesting question that I did get from one of my followers. Um, and I think this is like the best thing to start off this podcast, this episode. Um, Claire Torres asked the question do you think presents for Christmas is a must mm, in my opinion it, it can vary it depends on the type of mood that I am I'm in I, there's days that I can be materialistic there are days that I just really don't care but I think that it doesn't really matter to the present or anything. I think what really matters deep down is the love, the affection, the attention that one gets from whoever is doing it. It's just that I think it's more of the acknowledgement. I think I think that's what we gravitate towards when we receive a present is that we're being we're being you know, we feel like we're being reassured, you know. You know, showing gratitude and, and I think that's what, how we take them and it just really depends for me it just really depends how, how I am that day I mean to me it's just I mean it, it can be either it is important or it's not but in reality deep down I think that I prefer even the most simplest gift it just, it's just, it just shows appreciation it shows that you care it just shows you know attention and yeah, so I think it's it it can it just really depends on the person. So I would say it's it's a fifty fifty. You know, but at the end of the day as long as um as long as I think it's as long as you're with your family, you're enjoying Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I think that's what really matters. And I think and I'm just going to share this kind of personal thing. Um I mean I lost my parents, both of them, so Christmas for me has been a lot different than most people. I know there's a lot of people out there that couldn't really relate to me. So, I think Christmas presents and everything in reality, I really don't need them. I think I, what I really, the, the present that I would really want is to have my parents back with me. But unfortunately, that's not the way life is. And, you know, they're no longer here. So my take on Christmas or this question in general 
has been a lot more different just because of the dynamics in my life have changed. And when you factor all that in, then obviously my question is going to be a lot different than than most people. So, um, the next question is from my uh, my friend Verdugo. He's asking, is Bitcoin really worth investing in? It's kind of funny, bro, is that I really didn't know what Bitcoin was. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Actually, I actually, I think I was watching a YouTube video, I think, about the deep web or something like that. I hadn't even heard of the deep web, but like, because I kind of search on those, uh, you know those you know those videos of the government and stuff like that i kind of look into all that stuff just kind of give them the news well that thing popped up on my suggested then i kind of looked into it and then i had seen the term bitcoin and then i kind of researched it on google a little bit it's i guess it's un it's unmarked um money i guess or something like that or currency yeah yeah currency it's unmarked currency, so I don't know where you get it or how you invest in it. I couldn't really answer you that, but I mean, I've heard of people who, who I guess it's called like Bitcoin mining. I guess it's like something where you're like, you try to hack into people's hard drives. I guess, I guess that Bitcoin thing, it goes into people's hard drives. I don't know. I don't really know too much to give any information I'm trying my best to answer this question um so yeah it's I mean I don't know if it's if it's worth it or not I mean I'm sure there's people out there who are listening to this episode who is gonna listen to this episode that might have more information regarding that that question so hey feel free to uh to drop any knowledge any information to our to our YouTube page or Facebook page and um so yeah um the next question is this one's for my uh my good friend uh progress pat and he's asking what is your philosophy to living a good life um to living a good life to me is you know living within your financial means um saving money making good financial decisions investing um putting putting money into your um your retirement um maybe down maybe down the line once you have a family you might want to start um looking into some college funds for your children um one of the good things um that I I do recommend is having a good life insurance um, I think those are all part of living a good life. Um, the reason why I say I add that is because when my parents passed away, um, we we're very fortunate and lucky that uh, my my mom and dad were very smart with their money, very smart about their future, about their life. Um, they went out and got a life insurance policy. For both of them, so we didn't really struggle at all. Um, once their their uh, their death arrived, um, it was extremely 
extremely um, pretty uh, pretty smooth process for our family. We didn't have to uh, we didn't have to do what most people do, and uh, I'm not and I'm not trying to talk back down on anybody, but I think those are those are important investments, and I think those are things um, that people should look into the future because funerals are not cheap and um it's something that you might want to look into you know and that's one of the one of the things my uh my 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 father my mother did talk about a lot was they did not want us to be struggling when it came to uh the day of their burial so you know other things that 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 I think contribute to living a good life is staying away from negative people, negative energy, um, just anything that can can cause issues in your life that are negative. I would try to stay away from that, even though it's a lot harder than it is. It's easier said than done. But I think if you have a good positive mental mental state of health it's extremely good for for your life for the quality of life and um i would also say i think what really helps out too is minding your own business um it's to me it's extremely important to mind your own business because even you know if you you find your own business you you stay away from drama you stay away from people's issues or, or, or anything, you know, um, another thing too is, um, I think part of living a good life is, is the people you have around your circle, your friends, you know, I've had this conversation with, with my group of guys here at, uh, Broader Minds Podcast, Broader Minds, you know, all our platforms, my guys that I have is, uh, I'm not very trusting, I don't trust too many people. Um, unfortunately I've been, yeah, I've been snaked a little bit here and there by certain people and, uh, it's all good, you know? And, um, I think that, uh, I think I've had to kind of cut down, narrow down the number of, you know, people I associate and, uh, I think it's been very beneficial. Um, I like to keep my circle small, to be honest. I've always kept it small anyways, but I think I've shortened out that number and, and um hey the the guys I talk to you know they're they're solid and um I really hope that uh that we can keep it that way we can get we can keep a good rapport and you know good healthy relationship you know for the present and for the future um <clears throat> so the next question is from uh, Jay Durantes um, what do you think about the government hiding the truth about UFOs? I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, to be honest, it's not really uh, mind-boggling to me. I'm not surprised by any of this. Um, I just think that certain sensitive information should be kept private. And especially where we're living in a world where people can easily panic people can easily misconstrued uh, take things out of content take information out of context um i think that's why the government does what they do 
I mean, am I mad about the government um, spending millions of dollars in UFO research programs? No, I'm not, because it's been a long time that we've we've actually had it's been a, we've been having a lot of UFO sightings, and I think it's important that our government is studying that those uh, sightings to find out if they're real or they're not real. So that's to me, it's really something not really. Uh, to me, it's just not a big deal. I think it's it's good, and uh, hopefully not with all this uh, information developing. Um, hopefully, we can have more uh, some more concrete answers um, about UFOs. And uh, you have to be, and I'll, I'll t- and I'll be plain honest. Um, you have to be real naive to think that there isn't another life force out there. You know. I'm sure there's another life force that thinks that, you know, thinks that we as humans are, hmm, what's the word? Hmm, I lost my chin of thought on that one, but you can kind of make your own guess about what I'm trying to say. So, the next question is... This is from King J. Pena. He says, African Americans unite and create movements such as Black Lives Matter, which is big. He's on, do Mexican Americans especially now, nowadays, should they do the same thing? Mm, I think right now, Culturally, Hispanic, us Mexicanos, Mexicans, we have been extremely divided. Um, it would be nice if we were more united. We supported each other more. Unfortunately, um, right now it's not that time. I don't know why we're so divided. You know, there's there's a lot of theories out there. I mean, I I can have my opinion. I have my opinion about it. I just I just feel that certain certain people, certain groups, just think that they're better than one another, and I think that's what makes us continue to be divided. You know, I've we've joked around in the past. I've even said this before. I mean, you got Spanish only speaking Mexicanos that think that they're superior to other Chicanos, you know, that that speak, you know, that they're fluent in, in Spanish and English. And it's it's vice versa. You know. Fluent um Mexicanos feel that they're superior to Spanish speaking Mexicanos. So I think that's one part of the issue. And yeah, I think it I think it would be great if we were more united and we can um, start more more of a Chicano movement, more of a civil rights movement for 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 uh, for us with Hispanics and stuff. But I just I just don't know if 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 it's if we're doing it or if we're not. I think the latest one happened just this February. Um, I think believe it's called the Day Without a Mexicano or Immigrant. I mean, you've seen what it caused. You know the financial. Um, hit it uh, it took on the United States and uh, those are the things that we need to do more often you know 
and um, I just hope in the future, man, that we can just all get along and and really make make changes, but make changes the right way. And I've always said this before, and I'm going to say it again: us Mexicanos, as a race, we need to get smarter. We need to read. We need to go back to school. We need to educate ourselves. That's what we need to do. We need to be smart about things. Play the system. Be political. And and I'm talking about in, in all aspects. Whether at home. At work. Whether you're part of uh, social movement groups. You know. We have to get smarter as a race. We have to. That way we don't get criticized so easily. You know. By other ethnicities. You know. That's what we need to do. We need to progress. Not regress. And keep that in mind always. We have to progress as a group together <clears throat> so this is going to be the last one so I'm going to talk about the Cowboys versus the Raider game honestly it was a great game it was a back and forth game mistakes were, were made on both sides of the ball but the biggest thing that I know everybody wants to talk about is that crucial fourth and fourth and one play. Des Prescott causes a quarterback sneak. In my eyes, it looked like he was stopped short and then extended. But you have to remember, all the players were in a pile, so. His knee had not touched the ground yet. So wherever the refs marked the spot of the ball, it's where it was at. So, when they took out the chains and they measured it, to be honest, it it looked like it was a first down. And I think... I think it's unfortunate that the ref had to use a folded index card it just really added um, what's the word just added insult to the injury you know it was just an insult like why would you use a double folded index card to measure that I mean I just thought it was stupid and it and it doesn't help with the ref smirk the face that he made that everybody's talking about. But let's 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 not let that scenario, that one play, let it be the contributing factor of of them winning or losing. Because I'll tell you right now, and I've said it before, both teams had an opportunity to finish strong in these games they could have been up by 7 by 14 but you guys do it a bunch of times 
Do you guys let games get so close to... Do you guys allow certain plays, certain situation to pretty much just to, to decide and factor the outcome of a game? So, I don't feel sorry for you Raider friends at all. Because I'll tell you one thing. I don't like the bitching and whining. And I've said it time and time and again. Take your wins and losses. And shut up. There's still a lot of football left to be played. But you guys don't listen. Don't be mad just because of the outcome of one game. Be mad of the sucky play of football that you guys been doing the rest the whole re- the whole season since the beginning it's your team's fault don't 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 complain about one outcome i know this game was huge it's a huge rivalry game it's in oakland california but it's i mean it's 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 to be expected to be honest i mean yeah you guys had one good one good winning season but those aren't you guys' expectations. You guys' expectations are to be a garbage team. And that's the reality. So, and I, th- and I think that all this happening to the Raiders is, is to humble you guys. Because to be honest, I really, loved, I really love the humbleness that you guys started off with. Um, when you guys picked up Derek Carr, you guys started winning games. I was happy for y'all. But the minute you guys started, but the minute the Raider Nation or the Raider fans started acting like idiots, I'm done. I am no longer going to back you up or even watch any of your guys' games because you guys overdo it. You guys over celebrate. You guys sound dumb. I see a lot of you guys on social media arguing, dude. Especially the Raider fans, man. It's just it gets it gets it's pathetic, dude. You're not used to winning, and and that's the reason why you guys act that way. You guys ain't got shit to say about me because guess what? My team's always winning, and you guys hate that. But guess what? I'm in a position to talk whatever I want. You're not. You're not used to winning. You're not used to winning championships. You're not used to making it to the playoffs. You're not used to winning AFC championships. You guys ain't used to nothing. Take the back seat. Relax. Let players develop. Let the coaching staff, you know, the upper the upper salon people decide you guys' fate. But act like you guys are winners, man. Act like if you guys ever watched them, you guys. Act like you guys ever witness a damn fucking a, a win but that's my take on that and um, that's pretty much it I mean I'm and I want to thank all of you guys uh, that have been uh, very supportive that have participated and in, and uh, in asking me questions I really appreciate it it, it makes this um, this podcast to be fun um I can't thank you enough. I do want to give you guys a quick little hint. Um, me and my brother are actually going to do a podcast together. Um, we're gonna. Our topic is really gonna be about if uh, men 
should help around the house. And um, I've actually made a poll on my uh, Instagram. And um, a lot of you guys have answered yes. A lot of you men have answered yes. And I just want to say something real quick. It's just that kudos to you men who say yes. Because I agree with you. The ones who said no, I, I don't really agree with you. I think that men should should help, and you know that's something that uh, that's something that I'd like to elaborate more on on my next episode with my brother. Um, we're both uh, me and my brother, both Mexican Americans. We come from Hispanic culture, and unfortunately, in our culture, is that uh, I would say that ninety percent of men don't really help their wives or other significant others or spouses, however you want to call it, whatever term you want to use. They don't help. Um, so it's something that me and him um, can really relate to. Um, we are going to talk about uh, how it was uh, at our house. Um, and I'm sure it, it, it can relate to a lot of you guys. So me and my, me and my brother really look forward to uh, sitting down and really talking about this. And uh, I hope that you enjoy it. So, so hey. Just I'm gonna let you guys go and just wanna let you guys know that you guys are listening to Broader Minds Podcast.